Hello, this is episode 131 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha. This episode is going to be on children need friends. I'd like to start by doing a plug for Podomatic here. I don't normally do plugs. They're the hosting company I've used for the last five years for my podcast. I was approaching my subscription renewal, and I was starting to really run out of space and bandwidth with so many listeners. And they've been incredibly supportive in giving me extra space and bandwidth. And so I no longer need to think about what I can record, which is starting to happen for me. I could just sort of flow with the ideas now. So if you are considering hosting a podcast, please take a look at Podomatic. Basically, I upload my podcast there very simply, and then they get redirected to Apple and Google and so on, the other platforms. So children need friends. This is one of the most common things said to me by parents when I start working with their children. They don't have any friends. I worry they don't have any friends. I'd like them to have more friends. And, and so on. And as schools go back in some countries and the restrictions start to lift, there's actually less social interaction rather than more. And I've been listening to the argument in other places that schools really need to open to subbite some of the safety concerns in doing that, purely based on social interaction and the need for children to have more friends. The reality is I've had plenty of real interaction, though I haven't seen anybody since the first week of February. I'm not sure that we even know what friends are anymore because of social media. I often joke that it was created by somebody who didn't have any friends and in many ways is completely redefined for everybody the concept of friends. We've become obsessed with needing validation from friends in modern society. And parents have followed this on with playdates, noise, falseness, the need for likes, follows. And it's a case of quantity over quality quite often. So what are friends and what is social interaction and what do we really need from our interactions with other people? I read this statement during the week, even introverts are lonely too. And I think this is one of the biggest preconceptions of being an introvert and it's the biggest stereotype people have as to whether someone is an introvert or an extrovert. What determines your need for physical feedback from other people and the people who are actually most missing hugs at the moment fall into the category of both being, feeling and sensing for, for different reasons and often as children, particularly introverted children, They didn't necessarily want to hug everybody and they were a bit standoffish and a bit shy and I think that that is more the gauge on whether someone is introverted or extrovert. It's whether they go through that moment of consideration as to whether you're somebody good that they want in their space and somebody that they resonate with. An introverted child will stand back. It's not that they don't want to hug but they generally only do that with people that they know very well. Whereas extrovert people will be a little bit more outgoing with it. But it is particularly the feeling component of your personality that craves those kind of interactions with people. Whereas thinking people who are introverted have different needs. For some people, that's the sense to feel understood and to be seen. For others, it's to bounce ideas off. For another set of people, it's to process emotions. 
particularly with those that they are close to. But they will tend to only do that on their terms and in their own time. And it won't, they won't want it to be an intense process. We do it to test out our ideas. We do it to expand our creativity. That's why we have so many introverted artists that go to art college. Even those very flamboyant, outgoing people you see are actually introverts. The people who like to dye their hair all sorts of colours are introverted, not extrovert. And often the people who like to have tattoos are introvert rather than extrovert. Those reasons for wanting to base ideas off people, for needing the set of people who get you, who are quite often in specialist clubs, the need to test out ideas, the need to feel creativity, those are all the reasons why we need Zoom meetings and Zoom sessions right now. But for other people, there is an energetic feedback, and these are the sensing people. The ones that often seem very needy and attention-seeking as children and are often labelled with ADHD. I joke that they'd rather run into a wall than be ignored, that there's more feedback from that. And those are the people who grow up to need the loud, interactive, social spaces like the clubs and the pubs that we see are lacking at the moment and that social, physical feedback. There are other types of friendships we have that can be very challenging and even hurtful at times. And a lot of those come into our lives to stretch us and to help us learn particular lessons in life. And some of us need all different combinations of these people and this sense of who gets us and who doesn't. And I expect that many of the parents who worry about children having lots of connections or interactions or acquaintances are all extrovert sensing. They're all this sense of needing feedback. And ironically, at times, these can be some of the most withdrawn children I work with because they worry about what everyone else thinks of them and they're so driven by the external environment. And some of the most popular children in teens with the biggest social sets, hardly anyone actually really knows them and they're highly introverted. For me, it's taken years to find confidence that I write my thoughts to daily and it's a two-way process. It's to work your way to clarity, to be able to share without being judged. It's a big deal to share when you're so private. You can't always resolve your thoughts on your own. They tend to go round and round in your head. And so to have those kind of bounce pads that you have is hugely important for me. So there's lots of different reasons for having friends and for having social interactions. And they all have very different purposes. And many of them are not met within the school environment. Most of the time, I end up encouraging people to look for a different depth outside of the school process in order to have what they need. So it's about working out what you need. And it's about not assuming that it's the same for everyone. And it's okay. You, it may change for you at times, and that's fine too. You need to understand that you need to plug in to different people for different purposes at different times. And I suppose during this, the biggest change has happened for me is that my Irish friends have become like my international friends, the ones that I'm quite used to working with in a virtual environment. And I think the biggest thing that I will say to people here is 
don't assume that your children are the same as you, that they have the same needs as you. And I think often many of the people I work with are seeking a depth and connection and it's not found in play dates or in a school environment or in those transient connections. And I think often parents struggle to understand exactly what it is that their children are craving. It's a different type of friendship and it's not based on a like or a follow or a very transient social media world.